This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Are you ready for the Word of God today? We'll go ahead and jump right on in it. Pastor Sandy is uh, uh, ministering in Montgomery uh, today. We know that they'll be blessed and she'll be blessed in it, traveling mercies over her and that God's will will be accomplished uh, in that house. And we're thankful and grateful that we are Passion Church, one church in uh, just some different locations. We are in Montgomery campus. We also have a campus out of Memphis area, Horn Lake. Uh, Pastor Guy and Angie um, in Montgomery. Pastors Norris and Cindy. And of course, uh, you know, we're here. We love it here. I'll tell you what now. We love to be in Alexander City. There's no place like the like the place that God has for your life. Is the place important? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we God planted a garden and then placed the man and the woman in the garden. So the place was before the person. God before the foundation of the earth, uh, of the world uh, had a place for you. And it's in that place that the grace of God will flow. The enabling power of God. God keeping us. God prospering us. God training us. And then God uh, uh, sending uh, you and I out to the uh, to the whole world, starting with your family, your friends, uh, and then followers all over the earth. And you know this church, uh, you... Uh, what you do, your faith, uh, your faithfulness to the vision of the house. It's, it's not just what you see here. We're in the nations of the world. Amen. Isn't it good to be able to, uh, to just be in one place, but God have you in all these other places through sending, uh, you know, and being some help. And the greatest thing that we could ever be involved in and that is the advancement of the kingdom of God. Jesus is building his church. Church is his idea. And uh, uh, it was not just a good idea. It's a God idea. I invite you today to turn with me to Jeremiah 23rd chapter in the 29th verse. And the Bible says this. We've been ministering on the word of God. The word of God being a lamp. A light to our path. A lamp unto our feet. The word of God being like a rock. Uh, like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. And the word of God, as it says here, isn't my message like fire, God's decree, God's word like a fire. Let me ask you, how do you measure this? Because, you know, there, uh, there is this kumbaya campfire where uh, we just want it to be so comfortable and convenient and and contained, and we're we're not at all uh, concerned with compromise. But you know, the Kumbaya campfire is crafted by man, created by man, started and sustained at man's manufacture and man's manipulation. Let me ask you: Are you contented to just go along so you can get along? Do you want to just warm yourself where there's no? 
There's no confrontations. There's no controversies. There's no uh, no convictions. There's we don't want any cultural clashes. Do you think that you can remain indifferent to it all? Well, I want to invite you to turn with me over to Hebrews, the 12th chapter. And I want to issue today, perhaps it's time for a wake-up call. The scripture says in the 12th chapter, I want to read in the 25th verse, and this is down in the Message Bible. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25 through 20. It says, so don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignored, ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice that that time shook the earth to its foundations. This time he told us this quite plainly. He'll also rock the heavens. One last shaking from top to bottom, stern, stem to stern. The phrase one last shaking means a thorough house cleaning, getting rid of all the historical and religious junk so that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn. And he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is fire. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for the, for the work of the Holy Spirit. We thank you today that you will show us, you will reveal that which has been concealed and we're not responsible for what we don't know, but we are responsible for that which you show and that we will come to know. And so we thank you today. Our response to you is have your way in our lives this day. In Jesus' name, amen. God himself is a fire. Not a campfire, but a wildfire. Have you noticed that the lightning strikes of God that are ignited by God, the wildfire of God himself, nature shows us such things. Has God started a fire? Has God started a fire in you? Because this God coming to set things right. Now I know there's a lot wrong with the world. There's a lot wrong uh, in the culture. There's even a lot wrong in the church that we could focus in our attention upon. But this is a God who over and over and over again says he is coming. He is coming to set things right. He is coming to set things right with himself. Set people right. Set culture right. Oh, dear Lord in heaven, set the church right. 
Has God started to fire this God coming to set things right? You know, there's a reset. The world has, has, has tried to counterfeit and capture that phrase, but that didn't come, uh, from them. You know, God is the God of the resets and the, and the, uh, throughout the scripture, you'll see where it'll go so far and then God pushes back. God, God will push back in his mercy before judgment and he'll push a reset. You know, every time man determines that they're going to lift themselves up and they're going to build a tower and they're going to be like God and God says, no, wait just a minute now, and he pushes the reset button. Have you noticed that when uh, the whole earth was filled with people that, there were, that didn't want anything, no thought for God, no thought for God, reprobate minds, no thought for God, every imagination of their life, of their heart, of their mind. Every action was filled with sinfulness, willful sinfulness and rebellion against God. It was filled with evil, but God looked down and found one man, Noah, and he found favor and grace in God's eyes. And God pushed a reset. But for a hundred years, one man alone didn't just preach with his words, but preach with his words. What you doing, son? Building a boat in your backyard. Not just any kind of boat, but a boat that God had ordered, a, 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 a ark big enough for the saving of his own family. And everybody say, as for me and my house. See, you got to start where you're at. You start with what you have. You know, you can't change everybody, but you can be somebody who is determined to heed the warning. For a hundred years, he preached saying something's going to happen. God's going to do something. What's he going to do? Well, he said he's going to make it rain. It ain't never rained. Rain, what are you talking about? It says because until that time, the earth was watered from, uh, from, uh, from up from the ground. Amen. But I'll tell you, there came a day when the Bible says that God told Noah, go into the ark, you and your family, and bring all of the... I think about what a feat that was and how supernatural it was. Noah didn't go round them up at the local auction house. He didn't go down to the local SPCA. He didn't go to the zoo. There wasn't one of those things that says God caused them all to come to Noah two by two. You know, God can get... God will, God will provide where he guide. God will make happen what he says is going to happen. Some of you think you got to go way afar off, you know, looking for, uh, God way up high, God way down low. See, God will make, God's right here, right now with you in your life. Amen. The will of God is within your reach. The word of God is within earshot. Are you hearing? What God is doing, you can see. He'll make you see what he's making happen. You don't need to go somewhere. This is your life. Make it go here. Make it work. Get in the center of God's will. The center of God's will is the smallest circle for your life. Not just anything goes anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Moving right along. No, God is setting, coming to set things right. And there's a reset. And... The, the Bible just said this to remind us, it's to stir us. In, in the Passion Bible, it says, I'm, he says, I want to remind you, I want to stir you, I want to awaken you to a proper mindset. Over here in Second Peter, third chapter, let me read it to you, dear friends. Verse number one, it says, my dear friends, 
This is now the second time I've written to you, both letters, reminders, to hold your minds in a state of undistracted attention. Everybody say focus. It's where you focus is where your life is going to go. What and who you focus on. Whose voice will you trust in the days that we're in right now? Keep in mind what the Holy Prophet said and the command of our Master and Savior that was passed on by your apostles. First off, you need to know that in the last days, everybody say the last days. The last days. Mockers are going to have a heyday. Just turn on the TV. Just read the local paper. Just go to in your circles that you at work. In the community. What is a mocker? It lives like there is no God. It lives like that God is slack concerning his promises. Hey! Here he goes and gives a description. It says, reducing everything to the level of their puny feelings. They'll mock. So what's happened to the promise of his coming? Our ancestors are dead and buried and everything's going on just as it has from the first day of creation. Nothing changed. They conveniently forget that long ago all the galaxies and this very planet were brought into existence out of a watery chaos by God's word. Then God's word brought the chaos back in a flood that destroyed the world. The current galaxies and earth are fuel for the final fire. Haven't we heard recently in just, in, in just not so distant in our nation, let's burn it down. The devil always tries to counterfeit. Get out in front of God, but he's so far behind. It says the current galaxies and earth are fuel for the fire. God is poised, ready to speak his word again. And didn't he say, isn't my word like a fire? Isn't God himself fire? Isn't he a wildfire? ready to give the signal for the judgment and destruction of the desecrating skeptics. You know, Peter stood up after the, after the fire of the Holy Spirit had fallen upon them in that upper room and it appeared as fire above their heads. Be careful now that you think you got the most without the Holy Ghost. Be careful now that you think that this little dad will do you is going to be enough for the days that we are in ahead. Be careful now that you only pay attention and want what God can do for you and have no mind for what you might do for God. For the Bible says that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you to be a witness. I know there are a lot of folks that do not want to be anything for God or do anything for God. Are you listening? It's all about, I want you to be there for me. I want you to do something for me. Moving right along. At what point in time do we begin to grow up to the place where we realize that we, go, we owe God everything and he owes us nothing? He's given it to us all. He's given us all. But to reject him, but to reject the Holy Spirit, to stiffen 
our neck. Whereas there'll be no turning in that, right? When you have a stick net, stiff neck, you can't turn. Even when the world is in a turn. Even when God is coming to turn things right side up and set things right with himself. That we still just have tunnel vision. We're still living selfish. We're still living self-willed and self-promoting and self-agenda. Oh, dare, dare, dare. We say a thing, uh, lest we have a revival where folks turn on their heel and say, we'll have nothing to do uh, with such talk. Well, generations before have been warned and didn't heed the warning. And I thank God I just need the warning. You don't have to tell me more than twice. Are you hearing You know, there are those that say God is and God's word is just too hot to handle. Oh, my prayer for a lightning strike of revelation in your life and my life today will we come to realize that we have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Understand that when we come close to God, you know, we... We can get so close, and for some that's too close, that you will catch on fire. You will catch on fire. And that which is, as we read in the scripture, needs to be burned out and burned off, will be burned away. But the gold, the gold, the pure gold, will remain. You know, the prophet... Jeremiah got too close. Let's turn back there. We were at 23. Uh, Let's turn back to chapter 20. You know, the prophet Jeremiah got close, and, and uh, I want to read it to you out of the uh, Message Bible again. He said this, You know, God, you pushed me into this, and I let you do it. You pushed me into this, God, and I let you do it. You were too much for me. You know, have you ever been in the place where, uh, where God was making a push for your life, where everywhere you went, you know, you got a, you got a job and there's the crazy Christian and you went to the family thing at 4th of July and there's crazy so and so that says, I'm praying for you and all they want to do is talk about Jesus and it gets too close for comfort because God's too hot to handle when the Holy Spirit starts to deal with our life about what's wrong in order to set things right. It's just too much for me. He said, you were too much for me and now I'm a public joke. They all poke fun at me. Every time I open my mouth, I'm shouting murder or rape and all I get from my God warnings are insults and contempt. You ever been there? You ever felt like... uh, you know, uh, I tell you, people get close to me, and I make no apology for it. I, I've tried to hold it in. I've tried to just be something other than what God made me uh, to be. I've tried to just be a normal, fit-in, convenient, comfortable, no confrontation, don't create any controversies. Christian, I've tried to do that, but, you know, I find myself in these pages. I, I see myself in this place. Maybe you see yourself and said, but if I say forget it, I've told God forget it no more God messages from me 
But the words are like a fire in my belly, a burning in my bones. Have you ever, have you ever, see I can't, I cannot unsee what I have seen and I cannot unhear what I have heard. I cannot unknow what I know. And when I say you're too much for me, forget it, no more God messages for me, the words still keep coming. God talks more than anyone I know. I will not turn a blinded eye or a deaf ear and have a heart that's hard and wax fat that I can no longer hear, resisting the Holy Spirit that I can no longer hear, I can no longer see the culture around me, that which is wrong from the eyes of a God who is bringing to, coming to set things right. I cannot unknow that I'm living in a time when right is called wrong and wrong is called right. I cannot unknow what I hear and what I see and even what I feel. This apathy, this, 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 you're too much, God. You're just too much. You just need to stay in the house. You need to stay in the four walls. You need to stay. I'll turn you on if I need you, if I need you to do something for me. But don't, don't ask me to do anything for you. Now, don't ask me to be that kind of a... But he said that the, the, word, the words are like a fire in my belly, a burning in my bones. And he said this. He said, I, I, I'm worn out of trying to hold it in. I'm wore out. You think it's the devil wearing you out. It's you trying to hold back the God who lives on the inside of you, who wants to come out into the open, who wants you to be a witness for him, who wants your worship to be a real thing. You'll love to be the real deal. Not just say, I love you on Sunday and then live like the devil from Monday through Saturday. Come on now, let me say something here now. I, I know this is not popular, but how is it that we think that we can that we can live in the flesh, yielding to the old sinful nature, never never tr- kicking against that, never never even trying, but just easily sin besets us, weights weigh us down. How is it? Listen, the flesh will cost you. I used to say this, and the Lord corrected me this week. I said, it'll cost you power. No, what it'll cost you is presence. It'll cost you sensitivity to his presence because lasciviousness, see, that's a fancy word, but it's this, it is this thing where just anything goes and and I, I don't try to be holy. I don't try to live separated. I don't, I, I, I just keep doing what I always have been doing, thinking like I always been thinking, believing that God's grace and love is greater than all of my sin. And it is, but it's not there to just cover it. It's there to remove it. We make a mistake that, that the blood covers, the blood removes Every stain washes white as snow. The Bible says that when we're given over to this fancy long lettered word lasciviousness or the yielding to just the sinful nature, the old person that we were, no change in our life. It says that the that the that our understanding becomes darkened. 
hardened, when we no longer look and the word with the light, what ends up happening is that our eyes adjust, don't they? We go back into the dim shadows where we think God cannot see us. And we don't want to be seen. Now these words are fire in my belly, a burning in my bones, and I tried to hold it all in, but he said, I cannot. I cannot. I heard the Lord say this week, a brand plucked out of the fire, a fire brand. And I'm not going to go any further with that, but I see a soul. I see a soul. I've seen it in the word of God. I see a soul out in the desert, a dry place, a desolate place, a place of trying and testing, a refiner's fireplace. And suddenly... God starts something. A bush catches on fire. And it catches the attention of a seeker, a looker, a listener. Yes, I see a soul who turns aside, who stopped to look. You know, the Bible says in one translation, when he, God, saw this one that stopped to look. That wanted to know what's going on here, and he saw a fire, a bush blazing, and it wouldn't go out. And out of the fire, God speaks. Surprise, God is in the fire. Say this God is in the fire. Surprise, God is in the fire. And God speaks, and there was a calling voice. A calling voice. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And we look at it that it's all God's choosing. No, God has chosen every one of us, and God calls each and every one of us to come close to himself. God has a work for every one of us to do. God has a worship and a witness for you and I to do, each and every one. No, the few that are chosen are few choose to answer the call. See, because this one out in that wilderness, so to speak, was far from home, wasn't he? Out from his kindred, out from his country, out from the culture that he was raised in. Out there sometimes so far that only God knows where you are. But God knows how to get our attention. It's God himself is fire. And so God will choose, a, choose a, an ordinary a, a thing that's a normal sight, but all of a sudden there is a lightning strike and an ignition. You may not see the lightning strike you, you, while you're listening for thunder. Do you understand what I'm saying? You may miss the lightning strike, but listen, hear the thunder. Sometimes out of the ordinary of our life comes this extraordinary event where God lights the bush on fire. And when he sees that we turn aside, when someone says, God, is this all there is? To life, 
to my life? The work a day, drive a day, sleep a day, eat a day, waste my life away? Is this all that you have to offer is just another religious ritual and routine for my life? Am I just going to go and hear another sermon? Are you listening for God? Are you speaking? God, do you have anything to say? And he finds someone that will pay attention, that wants to see what's God doing. For the Bible says when people cannot see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Am I talking to some stumblers today? Stumbling around for almost 40 years. But you know God's been doing something. Are you listening? He's a stepping stone. He's not. The, the devil's lied told you he's a stumbling block. You keep tripping over religion. Keep tripping over the junk. Just keep tripping over the mess. Just keep tripping over the lies. See? Now when God saw this one that stopped to look. See in order to see you have to look. You have to keep looking. Because we see through a glass darkly. You have to keep looking. Till you see God. Till you see God. Till you see what God's working. And you have to give attention to what God is revealing. What God is revealing. See. The devil has reviled the church, but I'll tell you, the church is the centerpiece of what God's doing. And out of the church, are you listening? God is revealing. And if you doubt it, you just do without it. If you don't ever make the connection, there'll be pieces and parts of the puzzle of your life that you'll never get the picture. You'll live your whole life in the less when you should have and could have if you would have had more. The calling voice, surprise God, is in the fire. The calling voice, the commissioning voice. Can you hear? Do you see him who is the fire? There's a burning and a blazing, isn't that right? It's hot, isn't it? The temperature the temperature is hot. Nothing is as it was. It seems that everything is being consumed right now. It's uncomfortable. It's not convenient. It's Can you hear and do you see? You know when, when the junk gets burned up around us, when the trinkets and the toys no longer satisfy. When the lie becomes unpalatable and we begin to hunger and thirst for the righteousness of the truth of God. When we've been between Malachi and John the Baptist, the 400 years of silence is long enough. God, where are you? God, are you doing anything? God, are you speaking? Will it take that long? Does it have to get that strong? 
Are you satisfied in the silence? Can you be, can you be contented with a cheap substitute? Or do you really want to know what God is doing and what God is saying? Because it will begin to, when you get in the presence of it, when you get in the presence of him who is a fire, like the men on the road to me said, didn't our hearts burn while he was speaking to us? Isn't somebody's heart here burning today because it's not a pa- the pastor, it's the Lord speaking to you by the Spirit of God. And he says this, I'm sending you. Who's he talking to? On one side we would say it was the, the one who was listening, the one who is now seeing, the one now surprised that God is in the fire and hears God speaking. He would call himself, herself, the soul forsaken, the soul forgotten, the soul who says it's just too much for me, forget about it. I tried, but it didn't work out. Are you the one he's talking to? Are you the one today that it's like fire, words in your belly burning in your bones? Are you the one that God's talking to? Pastor Ron's going to come. Are you the one who has come perhaps to the place that you can't hold it in any longer? You know, some of you think that God has been holding out on you. No, God's holding out for you. He's been waiting for you. Waiting to see if you turn aside. Waiting to the place where you get hungry or thirsty enough and done with everything else that nothing but him will satisfy. Don't play nothing comforting. Amen. Just go back to that thing that you did when you moved off in the realm of the Spirit. God will show you what, Pastor Ron. I'm not trying to change anything, but even just one chord, two chords. I believe the fear of God is falling in this house today. The Bible says the fear of the Lord, the respect, the honor. The God, you're God, and I'm not. The one who calls and must be answered. I saw this. I saw this. I can't unsee what I saw. I saw this this morning. I saw the Lord in the field. And his hands were stretched wide and it was, there was a sunset. And I saw his form and his shape, the sun rays shining through it, but I knew it was a sunset. And I saw the Lord in the field and his hands passing through. 
passing through and over the tops of the wheat and the weeds. And I knew that he's come close. And I heard this, he said, an, ins an inspection is at hand. inspection and there's an identification before there's a separation because see there's a harvest coming there's a harvest time I heard him say some 30, 60, some 100 fold weed and weed some more, some less some flesh some spirit a mixture of the two I heard the word rejection you know, the Lord doesn't reject us, does He? We reject Him. The Lord doesn't reject us, us, but we can reject Him. Perhaps you're listening today and that's been just the way of it. That's so much a way and so ingrained that it's even habitual now that, 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 that we reject anything, anything the slightest thing that God would say if he even turns to look our way we just are so used to rejecting him there's an inspection there's an identification and there these things are before the separation I'm here to tell you I know this by the spirit of God and what I saw that there's still time because my heart began to cry out Lord, have mercy. I can't unsee what I've seen. I cannot unhear what I've heard. I cannot unknow what I know. And I know that the Lord is the Lord of the harvest. I know that God is the righteous judge. I know that he said the kingdom of God is as a man planted seed in the field, but while he slept and enemy came and sowed the substitute he sowed the, the he sold the fake representation and for a while it all looked the same i'm telling you there's a discernment coming you're going to know the difference between the false and the fake and the real you got to know it for yourself and you're going to need to know it for those around you because some have a form of godliness but completely deny the power of oh yes I'm saved I'm a Christian but there's no change in their life they look just like the world they do just like the world untrainable unteachable un the Bible says God deniers denying the power thereof have no appetite for the presence of God for themselves personally or for the corporate gathering where the presence of God is intensified magnified there's still time but you need to know this it's a short time for a correction of direction before the reapings of the sowings of the growings. I don't know who God's talking to today. You're here in body, 
I don't know if you're making the connection or if there's a rejection of yeah but you don't take all of that God will not make you listen to him but he will make you come into the progression of time where the consequences of the choices you will wish that you had listened to him God has called you and called you and called you and called you, waited and waited and waited and and it may be for such a time as this. I call for the fear of God to fall in this place. I call for the fear of God which is the beginning of wisdom of what should I do. On every life under the sound of my voice this very moment in Jesus' name. God, our eyes are on you. Nothing of eternal significance or consequences will be perhaps not by might or pretty preaching has to be by your spirit so I'm going to ask you today if you're here in this house and you've heard something something that stirs you and something that makes you want to move either to draw near or to draw back either to step up or step back the choice is yours no one's going to force you to do anything that you don't want to do we all do what we want to do anyway don't we but It's neither here nor there. I've done what I'm supposed to do. You know, the mailman drives up. He opens up the mailbox. He puts the mail in. He closes the thing and he drives home. I can't choose for you. I can choose for me. But take this seriously today. If that's you, once you get up from where you are, come up here to the front. I'm going to pray a prayer for you. How significant of that? Oh, it's significant. All right. Amen. Find the Lord, draw near while he may be found. God had you here today to hear a thing. Because God wants to do a thing. Hallelujah. Now God's not going to do it all. He said, I'm sending you. You're not going to stay where you were. You're not going to do what you were doing. Your life is about to change because I'm sending you. You're going my way. You're going to do my thing. I'm going to do the amen. And see, right now, I break the power of the lie of the devil that says you can't. Of course you can't. Amen. But that's that. You've taken it for a reason that's now just become an excuse for the flesh. For just... I can't change. No, but God can change you from the inside out. God will change you from the inside out. Because this fire is going to 
that he's ignited today that got you up from where you're from where you're sitting you don't don't I don't take that lightly now the Lord does not take that lightly if it if when it when it moves when he saw that you turned aside it's then that you're going to start hearing the voice of God you want to hear the voice of God don't you baby? amen how about more clearly how about a relationship with him that's like no other Amen. Get you up in the morning, walk with you all day, put you in bed at night, and even invade your dreams. Or you'll have whatever. How do you measure this? How you measure this? Going to be a campfire or a wildfire? You're going to try to control it or contain it? Amen? Or are you just going to let God do what God want to do? What only God can do? Amen? How about being a brand plucked out of the fire, young man? You know what that is? You can go to the book of Zechariah and read it about it. Joshua's clothes where the devil was accusing him. Accusing him. Just accusation after accusation. And the Lord said, enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Because it's what God's made you. It's not what other folks say. It's not what the devil says about you. Are you listening? And God's about to shut the devil up. You know how he's going to do that? You need to close your ears to the devil. Amen. You're making this too hard. It's very simple. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We wasted enough time, ain't we? Isn't that right? Time to go God's way. I want you to look at everybody up here as a young person. It skipped over some generation. You know that? They had the opportunity and fooled it away. Didn't value it. Didn't want it enough. Every one of you that's had that old generation that made it through, that's of a different spirit, like a Caleb and a Joshua, why don't you stand up right now and stretch your hand towards this generation? You know, because you can't unknow what you know. You can't unsee what you've seen. You can't unhear what you've heard. Isn't that right? But these ones right here, these ones right here, amen? These ones right here. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, as your hand touches and brushes over their life right now, judge it for what it is, God. God, they've, they've made a turn. They've made a, a move towards you as they feel you touching their life, God. I thank you that they'll judge themselves that they will not be judged in the weed pile. I thank you, Lord, that the devil has desired to sift them like wheat, to separate them like chaff from the seed from you, Master. But I thank you that you have laid a hold of them, that your hand, the hand is upon them. I thank you no one will be able to pluck them out of your hand, God, for they are firebrands plucked from the fire. And what the devil had planned for them is null and void from this moment forward. It's only your purpose. It's only your will. It's only your way. They will hear the voice behind them say, this is the way, walk ye in it, to the right or to the left, straight ahead. They'll know what to do because they hear you, God. They see you, God. In the name of Jesus. Now look up here at me. Now listen, the Lord sent me here today for you. 
the Lord sent me here today for you just for you just so he could get through to you amen and don't waste this don't waste this my daddy used to say you need to take this and tuck it up underneath your hat what is he saying you keep this with you you think about this you value this amen God's not going to do what he requires you to do you thinking that, the, that you need to get delivered from the devil say you know <laughs> it's just flesh some of it when you're led by the spirit you will not yield to the dictates of the flesh are you listening so quit looking in the rear view mirror quit looking about what is now and look forward to what God's going to show you what God's put out in front of you and expect to hear his voice see I get up there in the morning and I look in what he has said expecting him to say something from what he has already said you have free access and there's no excuse those other they won't fly no more amen but I but I but I isn't that what the man standing in front of the bush said but I Lord says I'm sending you I know all about the but I's what you can and cannot do amen but I'm putting myself inside you I am that I am amen glory to God well you could be seated uh, Leanne wanted uh, uh, us to let her know because I want to pray for a few folks today now God is all about what he just did now you need to understand that but I do have a word see I'm of the persuasion the scales have tipped for me I'm of a made up mind this is a like a fire in my belly it's burning in my bones I'm not going to sit around the kumbaya campfire I can't I can't contain it I can't hold it in any longer I tell you you're looking at someone I don't know how it happened other than that I got too close I just got too close just something ignited on the inside of me and I'm going to come to every day and every moment and I'm especially going to come to his day in this place expecting but also understanding that anything anything that he wants to do can happen and it will to have anybody else that you can't explain it I cried out say God I'm ready for the things that I cannot explain that they're only you only you I know some of you are not hungry for that. You just want the same old, same old, you know. Let me, just give me the meat and three, preach. Just give me the meat and three. I hear Kentucky Fried Chicken calling my name. Careful you don't choke on that stuff.
careful that you're so full of yourself that you fall into a place where you're no longer hungry for God. No longer hungry for a happening that only God can do. So satisfied with the ordinary and the usual. I do understand, but I have to be honest with you, I don't. I really don't. I don't understand this looking through closed eyes. Leanne, I, I want to speak to you, sweetie, for a minute. The Lord, I heard this. Mm -hmm. I heard this, and then I saw this. The words from and the words to. From, from, and to are going to become very important to you. Because you're going to come from the old to the new. You're going to come from fear to faith. I want us to be at the place where we're recording these things that, as the Lord gives it to us. We will, there is, there must be room for the moving of the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. We had wonderful worship. There has been the Word of the Lord. And there are the works of God. You can continue to be a God denier if you want, but you know you're not ready for this then. You're not ready. That's you're not ready for you're not ready for me because I'm ready for God. To make happen, to do whatever he wants to do. I don't come and say, God, this is what I want you to do. I'm coming and say, God, what do you want to do? So you're coming from what has happened. to what will happen. The word will is in there. What will happen. What God wants to happen. What you'll agree with Him to happen. What will happen. Not even what's happening. We can't camp on what's happening now out of what has happened. It's too close. But we're going to what will happen. You're coming from, and I saw this, I heard this, hanging on by a thread. Makes sense to you. But the Lord has said, it's just a thread. And from letting go, from letting go, to reaching for what's next. No, the thread will no longer hold you. You've been afraid of it being broken. It will no longer hold you. It will no longer hold you. It's in the reaching, honey. It's in the letting go. 
is it's about to let go. It will no longer hold you. It's in the reaching. Reach. From and to. Word of the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, let's give God just a moment here. I saw these things. I heard these things beforehand. But you know. There's room. I'm convinced that we don't see God do more because we have no time. We won't make the time. We have the time. We just don't take the time or make the time. We filled our lives with all these other things that chokes out the word. We've made other plans so we don't have his plans anymore. We come in we ask God to bless what I'm doing, not say, God, what you're doing is blessing. That's what I want to do too. We've lost the ability to wait. And so we grow weary. And we faint. But the Bible says those that are willing to wait on the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings like eagles you'll see the higher things and walk in the higher planes and places with God you'll be invited into the higher life the greater things and then when you walk you won't grow weary when you run you will not faint thank you Lord I'm going to close this out today with this simple thing. What are you looking for? What do you really want? Where are you really? Just look around. That's the direction. Is there more or is there less? You're looking at a lot of weeds? I'm going to tell you, at harvest time, if we reap those, we're going to be eating famine bread. Are you at 30 or 60? Is God none, some, more, or all? I well, thank you for your time and thank you for your attention. Amen. Oh, I, uh, I encourage you. I invite you. I invite you to I invite you to press into the the new, the mystery of the new. Amen. You know you can fast and pray anytime uh that you want, but it's especially important when the Lord begins to to lead you. Some of you need to fast some of that stuff you've been feeding on that foolishness, see. It's choking out the things of God out of your life and You know, those weeds are not what you want to be eating or feeding on in the days that are ahead. Amen. Well, preacher, you...
You know, remember we just read the scripture. He said, and he said, all I get for, you know, saying what you say, say, oh, now, danger, stranger. You know, just a hollering and a warning and a threatening. The fear of the Lord. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. I can't choose it for you, but I do choose it for me. Hallelujah. And you know, uh, a fire is a fire, even if it's only got a few twigs on it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to build a fire in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for our time together. Thank you for uh, those that have joined us via media. Uh, we never want to close without giving you an invitation to respond uh, as well. Uh, you don't have to be in the house, but I recommend that you do. There's nothing like sitting at the table. Now, I know to-go boxes are good, but how many of you ever, you know, got home and you're, you know, your, 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 your green bean juice got done spilt over into your cornbread and they forgot to put the butter in there. And, you know, I mean, I just never like to go. I'd rather to go myself and get at the main table and enjoy the fellowship and the community and the interaction of a great big family. Amen. We're going to say pass the peace. Amen. Pass the and there's a heap in help, and it's just not the same coming through the drive-through window of the miracle of media. We thank God if you can't, but now don't say that you can if it's just a, I won't, because it ain't going to be the same. Don't get mad if something got left out. Don't get mad if something got messed up in the translation. Are you listening? It's too late to go back then. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, we bless you in the name of Jesus. I'm believing this, that you'll have a heart that's at rest, stirred but at rest, not satisfied, not contented, but searching and seeking, uh, searching after God. The peace that comes from a pursuit that's passionate, and I got to have God every day in my life, not just in the morning, but all day long, all day strong. And remember this, that the Lord loves you, so do we. Till the next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.